Joining us in the studio is the mayor of Collingwood, his worship, Brian Saunderson. Good to have you back, Brian. Yeah, good morning, John. Great to be here. And uh, you've brought yet along another counselor. A great a chance to meet uh, Counselor Tina Comey on the radio. Good morning, Tina. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Uh, Tina, congratulations on uh, a very well-run campaign and uh, an eventual election. Well, thank you so much. Are you enjoying being a counselor so far, Do you, or are you already regretting it? <laughs> No, I'm definitely enjoying it. It's, it's pretty early in the process mm-hmm. to have regrets, so I'm absolutely thrilled. This is your first time uh, in office. Uh, uh, what was the transition like? Uh, did, do you feel you were brought up to speed by staff and, and other counselors? How are you, you feeling? Well, that's a great question, especially since uh, we were fortunate enough to receive very comprehensive training, like mm. a sort of a counselor boot camp. And it was fantastic, and we were issued uh, these great big binders with tabs. So I'm so appreciative of the training we received. It was very beneficial. In my conversations with uh, people running for council and then after they've won, uh, the, the one thing that always comes up is, well, I knew it'd be a lot of work, but not this much. Uh, have you hit that wall yet? Okay, yes, absolutely. I have a, I have a day. I got a day planner and I have this calendar, and I'm constantly saying to the kids, "Okay, mommy's mommy's heading out the door." So, oh, well, yeah. uh, congratulations again. And uh, uh, you know, I'm uh, I, I was telling uh, Mayor Saunderson that I'm very fired up about this council. I think we've got uh, some really smart people around the table, and and people who look like they want to work together. I agree with that. Absolutely. I think it's a really exciting time. There's really good energy and mm. feeling coming from the town, and, and that's very helpful to a council as well. Let's talk about some of the things that are going on. Uh, we should mention, of course, in the news right now, uh, uh, two, uh, two well, I can't say the words, two people dead in a shooting. Uh, we've had a, a rash of uh, break-ins in, in downtown Collingwood. Uh, should we start worrying about crime spree in our in our sleepy little town? Uh, well, I guess by Collingwood standards, these are very uh, upsetting events, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, I have not had a chance yet to speak with uh, in acting uh, Inspector Terry Ward, uh, Inspector Shannon's on a secondment at the moment, and I will be doing that today. Um, I don't know much uh, details, John, about the event, but certainly having uh, two individuals uh, die under suspicious circumstances in our community is, is very upsetting, mm-hmm. and uh, I know the police... We'll, uh, we'll do an excellent job in pursuing this, and uh, there will be more information coming out when it's available. Okay. Well, we look forward to hearing uh, really what's going on. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the budget. Of course, everyone's worried about where the money's going. Uh, council has passed the, uh, the budget? The county council has passed the budget. Yes, right. that's correct, John. And uh, just a thumbnail sketch for our community. Um, it, uh, there's a 2% increase this year, which means, uh, uh, $5.70 per every, uh, $100,000 of assessment on your home. Um, just for a larger picture, uh, of our, uh, municipal budget from our local taxes, uh, education taxes and the county taxes, the county, the total dollar amount, the county is about 30% of, uh, Collingwood, uh, ratepayers taxes. And, uh, when you consider over the last year, the benefits we've, uh, received from the uh, uh, county. We've got our affordable housing project, which is a $50 million project coming online this spring. Uh, we have our new paramedic station open and operational, uh, six bays, and the uh, new transit route uh, from the trans- Simcoe Links Transit will come online this summer, connecting Collingwood to Barrie. Uh, so these are all uh, very beneficial uh, projects, mm-hmm. uh, f- certainly for the residents of Collingwood. So I think we're getting very good value for our dollar. The other thing is that uh, of the total uh, operating budget for the county of about $550 million, 
seventy uh, percent of that uh, comes through federal or provincial grants. So thirty percent is the actual tax dollars paid by the five hundred plus uh, residents of Simcoe County. Um, and so, really, it's a great leveraging of their dollars, their tax dollars. Uh, and uh, and uh, my impression in speaking with many residents, nobody wants to pay a lot of tax, but you want to make sure you get your best bang for the buck. And uh, and really, uh, the way I look at it, uh, residents are like shareholders, so they want to make sure they get a good mm-hmm. return on their investment. And I think Collingwood's doing very well in that respect. And the county looks like they're looking after us, which is good. And the 2% is not bad at all. No, uh, when you consider that the CPI last year was, I think, about mm-hmm. 2.2%, 2.3%. So if you are getting the same or better services for less than the increase in cost of living, then uh, then I think that's a win. Let's talk about uh, some stuff closer to home. Uh, uh, you know, if other than budgets and hockey, there's not much more important stuff than that. Uh, for over a decade, uh, Collingwood has been hoping for, uh, trying to, vying for in many different ways to have a junior hockey team. And here we sit with two offers on the table. Uh, this is a bit of a predicament for town council. You know, uh, uh, we were talking before we went on the air. I think this is going to be one of the biggest hot-button topics of this session. Hockey is a passion of this community. We have an incredible uh, hockey history, as we saw during hometown hockey. And, um, yeah, this is a very it's, – it's a nice problem to have, John, mm-hmm. because for the last six years we've been beating the bushes to try and bring back junior hockey to Collingwood. And, uh, you know, beggars can't be choosers. And now, in fact, with two potential franchises uh, on the line – um, we are in a position to be choosers, so it's a nice problem to have in that respect. Uh, I think the town's position, and uh, Director Culver has done a great job on this. Uh, we have told the, both franchises what it is the town can offer in terms of ice time and facilities, um, and then it's now in the hands of the individual franchises to put their best foot forward. We've set out some criteria and uh, we're asking them to submit their bids uh, to the town, and staff will have a look at those bids. We will have a meeting, uh, I think, through Corporate and Community Services, at which they will make presentations, and then uh, staff will be making a recommendation, and council will have to make an election uh, or a selection of of which franchise goes forward. And so the critical piece is at the end of the day, it's it's the level playing field, and uh, what council wants at the end of the day is the best fit for Collingwood, for a viable, sustainable franchise that will have a great product for our residents uh, that will last long into the future. It seems like a really tough decision, and I'm probably oversimplifying it, but it looks like you know there's there's one avenue, which is to go for the higher uh, league and have uh, a, a, a really great hockey product that you know if it's that good, it should sustain itself from people buying tickets, and then there's no real draw on the on the the town coffers. The other offer is to have a, a slightly lower tier, but have more Collingwood and more local players playing on it for better experience. Um, which objective is more important, or how do you decide which objective is more important? Well, I think that's a it's a decision for council with input from uh, the, the Parks and Rec Department, and we have a very very fortunate to have such a great resource in uh, Director Culver, who worked with the Sarnia Sting <clears throat> uh, for a long time in the OHL. He knows the hockey business, mm-hmm. the hockey world. It's um, like any world. It's, uh, it's got its uh, issues and politics. And uh, so I think we'll be relying very heavily on uh, Parks and Rec Department to guide us through that process. And yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, they're at the end of the day, when we're looking for the best fit for Collingwood, there'll be a number of considerations, and that certainly will be one of them.
All right. Let's talk about uh, the Reconciliation Arts Project. Uh, it's called Call to Action Number 83. Where did this get started? Where is it going? Um, that is uh, a great question. And um, I'm just trying to find out. Uh, it's come to the art, uh, to council chambers, but it's called Call to Action Number 83 because in the Truth and Reconciliation uh, hearings, that was recommendation number 83, which was mm. to have Indigenous artists and non-Indigenous artists collaborate and work together so that there was cultural sharing and uh, so we're very excited to have this come to uh, council. Uh, the, the public's invited to come up and view the project during council and committee meetings, and it's uh, during Mondays, the meetings, or Thursdays in January and February between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Uh, there will also be um, a show at uh, Simcoe Theatre on January 30th, I believe, and you can get tickets online. It's going to be a great show, and it will have the curator of the uh, of the. Uh, display there to speak about the intent of the display and the artists and how That's it was fantastic. done. So really, it really is quite spectacular and uh, it's easy to get distracted. I mean, it always is because we have great <laughs> art up there, but this is extremely topical given our opening of the Awan Circle and uh, and now we read the uh, tribute to the Indigenous uh, Turtle Island, Band of Turtle Island tribe at the end, start of every meeting. So it's, it's easy to get distracted during the meetings as you look at the art on the walls. Mm. But I would certainly encourage everyone to come out and have a look. Today is a day off from school for most kids because of the bus cancellation. Uh, Friday, though, we have a scheduled one, and uh, uh, Councillor Comey, the uh, the uh, museum is stepping in to help out. Yes, thank goodness. So the, for many students, this upcoming Friday, January 25th, is a PA day, and the museum is hosting a, a PA day sort of camp. It's for children's ages 6 to 12, and they will have a chance to make their own toy crafts while learning about the history of toys, and you can uh, register online at Recreation Collingwood uh, slash Parks and Rec. Got to give a nod to the snow removal crews. Uh, already we've had quite a winter, and it's, it's only the beginning of or the end of January. Uh, lots of, lots of work going on on that, and, uh, boy, the crews have, have done a great job. Do you ever get a, a concern at this point that, boy, we've already spent a lot of our budget going into this season? Uh, yes, um, and really you don't get to uh, rest by when spring comes because your budget has to carry you through for the fall. So right. this year we had very early snowfall, right. um, and uh, but I think we did well because we had uh, uh, money in the in the coffers from last year budgeted to snow removal. But yes, and when you consider that our snow removal staff are out there at 4 in the morning, uh, their day starts very early, and uh, when you get snow later in the day, it, it can go late in the day too. So they do a great job, and our sidewalk cleaners, uh, are out there uh, all day making sure that uh, we keep the keep the snow off the sidewalk for our residents. A big part of that whole process is the winter parking uh, restrictions that we have in this town, which seems, you know, when you hear about it, it seems very draconian, but when you live here, you get it. Uh, they're, they are pretty stringent. Yes, they are. And, and, well, when you look at the situation in Toronto, that's their problem is they, they don't have sufficient parking on the lots with the densification, and right. so the cars can't park anywhere else but on the streets. So it makes snow removal in Toronto uh, much more difficult. Uh, here in Collingwood, I think uh, we're used to that. We understand uh, how uh, how quickly the snow can blow in, and we need to make sure our roads are clear. So I think uh, we're very good at making sure we're, our cars are off the road because we know that uh, if we leave them out there, they may not be there in the morning. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, and by the way, just so if you don't know, uh, from December 1st to March 31st, between 1 a.m. and 7 a.m., you just can't park. You can't park on uh, municipal lots. You can't park on municipal streets. 
Uh, so unless you've got a buddy with a driveway or you've got your own, you're in trouble. Uh, lots to talk about in terms of um, uh, some of the committees and boards that uh, that, that are coming up. I, I guess it was uh, a couple of, uh, of uh, terms ago, the whole new operation of how the town operates with going to more of a committee structure. Uh, but part of the challenge is you, you need people to join those committees. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we the, today is the last day actually for applications. So for the library board, um, and I think possibly the museum board, and um, uh, there's another board in there. Committee Tina, of can Adjustment, you Property Standards, and the Police Services Board. There you go. So applications have to be in today by, is there Noon. a timeline? Yes, there is. Noon today. Noon today. Last so day. go online, get an application, and get in there. We rely very heavily on that. And uh, I can say you're correct, John. We did change our committee structure to create the standing committees um, that are just council members and staff only. So uh, we are looking to create um, some more citizens committees that will have uh, very specific terms of reference, uh, probably a window of one year. And uh, so we're looking at things like economic development, sustainability, and potentially waterfront. So we're kicking around some ideas there. So for people that are interested, uh, keep your ears open because we uh, those will probably be coming up in the next two months or so. Fantastic. Uh, Councillor Comey, uh, what a pleasure to have you in the studio. We look forward to talking to you uh, much more as your uh, term continues. Uh, Mayor Brian Saunderson, always a pleasure to have you here. And before we go, John, I would like just to say we had a busy uh, week at the rink last week with uh, hometown hockey or yes. hockey day in Collingwood. Yes. With uh, the elementary schools playing off. I think Mountain View was the winner when the dust settled in a very close final, 6-5. And then we had John Vanier boys, senior boys, and John Van- uh, versus CCI, and same for the girls. And they were spectacular games. I dropped the puck for one of them, or maybe both. Anyway, it was excellent hockey. It was a lot of fun, and there was a good crowd at the rink. And then on Saturday, uh, the Collingwood Lightning our girls program hosted a hockey for hockey for hope tournament, and they raised a thousand dollars for my yes. friend's house. Very exciting, and uh, three cars was, full of goods that they collected. So it was yeah, it was, it was a huge a, win for the yeah. community. Yeah, very, congratulations, very and yeah, the hockey for hope was in the spirit in that room was amazing. It was it was fantastic. Yeah. I think they started. This is maybe their fourth year, and they started off with two teams initially, and now they're up to five, and they expect fantastic. seven next year. So it's great. Fantastic. Thanks, John. Thank you both Thank for joining you. us. Okay.